Uh, I just want to just kind of bring up some scriptures. You can have a seat if you want. You can sit right here in the grass if you want to. Uh, I won't be too long because we got food. It always shortens the time. So I just want to thank our God for all that he has done and celebrate his goodness towards us. And uh, he's done a lot this year. Amen. Y'all going to have to talk to me now. He's done a lot this year. And there are some passages in Hebrews. Hebrews might possibly be my favorite book of the Bible. And uh, there are passages in Hebrews that are called warning passages. And uh, I'm going to read a warning passage, which is kind of unusual uh, at a Thanksgiving service, but a warning passage that, uh, that would be good for us to remember. It says that, uh, that, that we need to remember some things. And so I, I just, as I was thinking about this, we need to think in order to thanks. To give thanks, we just simply have to think about all that God has done and uh, he has done so much. And so in, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 8, it says, Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. So it's a, possibly a strange passage, and yet it's not really a strange passage for Thanksgiving because what he's saying is, don't you forget all that I have done. I want to celebrate some of the things that God has done this year. God started our year with 21 days of prayer and fasting, and he had given us a vision for our church as to what we were to, to be about and, uh, and what that he was going to be doing through our church. And uh, is immediately when we voiced the vision, uh, we saw every facet of that vision just take off. Uh, we were already addressing addiction through our recovery ministry, and uh, we just know that God wanted us to address everything that comes against the family. And so we were addressing addiction, and that ministry continues to, to help people just absolutely transform their lives. That ministry meets over there every Monday evening, 6, 630. Uh, they're eating, and they're having just life transformation meetings over there, and we're so thankful for that. Also, he said, this year you're going to address abortion, abuse, and abandonment. Amen? And what we have seen God do this year I'm telling you, this blows my mind. Our church has doubled in size in a year's time. Uh, we've baptized 12 weeks in a row. Amen. We saw three cities become sanctuary cities for the unborn, which says it's illegal to have abortion in our city. A fourth one is about to happen. There happens to be a bill right now. Uh, I'm not sure that's how you call it, but there's a, 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 some documents before the Supreme Court of the United States right now with four Sand Springs church members on it that is addressing the abortion industry. And uh, it could be absolutely transformational on our land. And God is using this church to do amazing things. And I'm so thankful, so thankful for all that he has done. When we look at the nation of Israel, there, were, there was so much that God did. And, you know, if, if Satan can't make you lost, he'll make you forgetful. And he'll, make you, he'll cause you to forget the things that God has done for you. The nation of Israel traveled for 40 years through the desert. We call it a wilderness, but uh, in my understanding, a wilderness would be like a forest, but this is a desert. There's nothing. There's no green anywhere. There's no water. It is a, it is a, a, a desert, and God provided for his children for 40 years in this desert. It is estimated that it was 3 million people that he brought out of Egypt and they wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years before he took them into the promised land. 
3 million people. He provided a daily, a daily supply of manna, which was bread-like substance that just appeared every morning. And if you can imagine how much manna it takes to feed 3 million people for 40 years, it takes 4,500 tons a day. 4,500 tons of manna a day. So for 40 years, it would take approximately 65,700,000 tons of manna. They didn't have to work for it. They just woke up every morning, and there's this bread everywhere. All they had to do was go collect it, go receive it. And, and I think uh, it kind of uh, resembles the way we get sometimes in that during that time of collecting, they just started expecting, Right? Sometimes as God blesses us, it's, it's like a, 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 one of these things, a, a lever. It, it, the more he blesses, the less thankful we get. Does that make sense? And so if we have a pivot in the middle, oftentimes the more he blesses, the less thankful we get. And so the more he was blessing, the more they were expecting. And, and they were just collecting all that God had done for them. And it was almost like they forgot that it was God doing it for them. And God said, I don't want you to harden your heart. I don't want you to become calloused in your heart just expecting God to do things we do expect it and yet we can be still thankful that God's blessings still come they for a month he fed them quail I happen to like quail <laughs> I, I really like it on a grill with uh, some jalapeno bacon wrapped around it that's pretty good right there but uh, I happen to like quail and they were whining they were whining because they got tired of the manna so the very thing that they didn't have to work for, they just happened to go pick up off the ground. Now they just start whining because they, didn't, they wanted something different. And so God says, I'll give you something different. And he gave them quail, so much so that they, they got sick of quail. But uh, for a month, he would give them quail. Do you know how much quail it would take to feed 3 million people? 90 million quail a week. 180 million quail. I think I got these numbers mixed up. 180 in that month's time. 180 million quail. That's a lot of quail. I mean, and God says uh, you just go out there and collect it. But oftentimes, when we're simply collecting, we just start expecting, and we have an entitlement mentality. And 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 God, where's mine? And and, and He said, don't harden your heart, as in the days of the rebellion, where they test. He said they tested me. I want to remind us what that word, there's a tempting and a testing. They would tempt God in that they would say, God, I expect more. I know you've done that, but can you do this? And that's a tempting of God. And and, and God tells us, do not tempt the Lord your God. Uh, And that we would say, God, uh, I think you're pretty big, but can you do this? And and, and try to put him uh, uh, in a corner. And we're told not to do that, but they would do that. And they would also test him. And this is the word for testing. They would prove God. God had proven himself over and over and over again. God, if you love us, you'll do this. And God said, I do love you, and I'm going to do this. God, if you love us, you'll provide for us. I do love you. I am providing for you. Can you imagine how much water it took for 3 million people for 40 years in a desert? Now, you need to remember there's 3 million people, but there's also their livestock. But just taking into consideration the 3 million people, it would take 15 million gallons a day. 15 million gallons a day. And God miraculously brought that about as Moses struck a rock 
water begins gushing out and becomes a river of water in which he would provide for his people. And so we have millions of gallons a day. And so if you can do the math, I'm not real good at ciphering, but uh, if you can do the math, it's 100 100 million gallons of water a week for 40 years. For 40 years. God said, don't forget that. Don't forget how I've provided for you in the past. Don't forget all that I've done for you. And that's what I want to say is let us not forget what all God has done for us. Let us not forget all that he has provided for us. Let us not forget all that that he's done for me individually, for my family, for you, your family. Don't forget those things. Everything that I've seen God do in my past prepares me for what I've not yet seen him do in my future. Amen? I mentioned what he's, he's done in the one of the wheel with the uh, abortion industry. Uh, just let you know where we stand with that. We stand for life, Sand Springs. We stand for life. It's not that we stand against abortion as much as we stand for life. Amen? You say, well, you don't care about the, the, uh, the lady in that situation. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. And we will, we will take that young lady who is uh, uh, in an unplanned pregnancy and we will walk by her side and do whatever we have to do to help her through that process because we stand for life. Amen? We love people. We love people. We love people, those who are born, those who are not yet born. We love people. And we've shared just a, just a speck of what God has done there. But we also, we love people in that we don't want to see them abused. We don't want to see them abandoned. We've adopted Family Peace Project this year and we've seen God do awesome things there. Uh, we've joined partnership with In His Hands Ministry in Trinidad. We've seen God uh, begin to just develop that ministry. We have foster families. We have adoptive families. We're just seeing God do so many great things. And just, just remember, that's just this year. In order to be thankful, you really just have to think. You really just have to think. You just have to remember all that He has already done to know that he will continue to provide and he will continue to do more. And I just want to to kind of wrap it up with this thought. Instead of being greedy, let's be grateful. Amen? I was going to leave leave you with two points. And these two points, uh, it's going to be memorable. You'll be able to remember these because the the words, they'll stick in your mind, I hope. Instead of being greedy, I want more. I want more. God, can you do this? God, can you, I know you did that, but will you do this? Kind of, I, I want more, God. It's never enough. It's never enough. Instead of being greedy, be grateful. And there are some things that really turns the heart of our loving God, and one of them is thankfulness. I would never, I would never want to treat God like the great sugar daddy on high. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, don't, want to, I, want to, I don't want to have an entitlement mentality. I don't want to treat God that way. And, and I don't want to try and act like there's a formula to get what you want from God. But I will say this, to know the heart of God, there's something that's heavy on the heart of God. He loves gratitude. He loves gratitude. He loves generosity. And God always responds to gratitude and generosity. When you, when you are generous with what God has given you, He'll give you more. When you're grateful with what, for what God has given you, He'll bless you with more. But when we become greedy with what God has given us, just expect that river to run dry. And so instead of being greedy, let's be grateful. Amen? One more point. Instead of being gripey, let's be grateful. Why did it take them 40 years to get out of that wilderness? Because they kept griping and griping and griping. And why did many of them, God just kill them on the spot in the wilderness? Because they would never stop griping. 
And let me tell you, there's a great, there's a, a great way to uh, combat gripiness and grumbling, and that is with gratitude. The more we are thankful for what he has done, the more we are thankful for all that we do have, the more we are thankful, it will, it will counteract that gripiness. Instead of, and so when, when it wants to rise up in you, when that gripiness, you're not satisfied with what he's done, you're not satisfied with what you've got, you're not satisfied with your current situation, remember to think of all that he has done. And when you do, you will thank him for all that he has done. And that gratitude will counteract the gripiness. Amen? I mean, y'all just love gripey people. Just, just love them. Oh, I just want to hang around gripey people. I just, just bless my heart. <laughs> I, I'd rather find positive people. I would rather find grateful people. Amen? To be children of God, we need to be reminded of that passage of Scripture. It says, uh, let us not harden our heart as in the rebellion. It wasn't called the wilderness wandering by God. It was called the rebellion. Let us not harden our heart. Let's not become callous to all that he has done. Let us not forget all of the things that he has done, but let us be thankful. Let us be grateful. Here's how Paul says it to the church in Thessalonica. He, he has like a full auto burst of, uh, of commands that he's telling the church, and, and here's how he says it. Uh, I'm just going to cover three of them. It goes on and on. I'll just cover three of them. Rejoice always. Amen? Rejoice always. Number two, pray without ceasing. Amen? Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all better talk to me. All right. I'll, yeah, we got food waiting. Come on, talk to me. And in everything, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Many people say, I, I just, I just want to know what God's will is for me. The Bible tells you what God's will is for you. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I'm going to read it in a different translation because this is, I like this, how it words it. This is the Passion Translation, and this verse of Scripture says it this way. Let your joy, let joy be your continual feast. I'm all about a continual feast. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> like a continual feast. We're fixed to have a continual feast. Y'all can start over here and start eating and go all the way around the property. Y'all can start either side. You can start in the middle. It's going to be like a shotgun approach. You're just going to jump out there and start feasting. Amen. Here's what the scripture says. Let joy be your continual feast. Let there just constantly be an attitude of joy in the life of a Christian. We should be joyful. Why? Because we're thankful. Why? Because God is a God and God is good. God is God and God is good. And so let, us, let your joy be a continual feast. Make your life a prayer. Our life should be in constant communication to the Lord. Our life should be a prayer. And in the midst of everything, always giving thanks, for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. In the midst of everything, be always giving thanks, for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Isn't God good? God is good. And He continues to be good. But when we, can, when we cease being thankful, He will also cease pouring out His blessings on us. And we, we want the blessings. He, he's not a, but He's, he's not a, a, a vending machine God. And I got the formula. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and He's going to pour it out on me. No, but there are some things that move the heart of God. Humility, generosity, Gratitude, these move the heart of God. Faith moves the heart of God. And, and I tell you, when you cease in those areas, the blessings will also cease to come.
And so I just want to be thankful during this season. I'm thankful for you. I'm super thankful for you. I'm so glad God has brought you into our life. And uh, we just want to spend some time today getting to know you and uh, spend some time together today. Okay, I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer, and then i got a few announcements of kind of how all this is going to go down. Father, we just want to come this morning and say thank you. You have been so good to us, far better than we deserve. You have been so good to us, Lord. Lord, we love life. We love people. We love to hear the sound of these kiddos' voices having a good time at church. If you're going to have a good time, what better place to do it than at church? Lord, we want to be a people of joy. We want to be a people of gratitude. We want to be a people who has a continual and constant communication line open with you. God, we just want to be a people that are so knit together, having our hearts knit together with one another and with you, Lord, that the world looks at us and says, this God that they serve must be a good God. And we can testify and say, yes, he is good. He is good. Let me tell you about him. Lord, I thank you that through Jesus Christ, Lord, that you have provided a way of salvation for each and every one of us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You are so good that when we were your enemy, when we turned our back on you and fought against you, you came pursuing us, your Son, Jesus Christ, and you provided a way of salvation. Lord, I pray that there's those here today, and I know that there are, who do not know you as Lord and Savior, that today, Lord, that you would just draw their hearts to you, that you would just draw them in. God, I thank you for all that you do and all that you've done for me. But the greatest thing of all is this relationship that I have with you, my salvation. And I just want to say thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that your blessings be on our fellowship. I pray that your blessings be on the food. I pray that your blessings be on the fun and all the good times we have today. And we just give you glory and all. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Also, a couple announcements. Uh, Wednesday, we will not be having church. Uh, this Wednesday is the day before Thanksgiving, and we want to give our wives plenty of time in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Amen. Glory. <laughs> we, you know, we just try to take care of our women. That's how we do that. Oh, that just, I'm going to get letters. I know that. But anyway, we're not going to have church Wednesday night, and uh, we're going to have a good time on Thanksgiving with our families, and I uh, pray that you enjoy that time. We won't have church Wednesday night. We will the following Wednesday night at uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, also... We got food getting cooked and we got some people been slaving over some fires.